the Black Wrestling Revolution Podcast. Oh, Kofi trying to find it. Kofi free. Kofi. When we talk all things wrestling from the WWE, we already saved WWE. NXT, Belair goes for the cover. Lateral press hooks a leg. New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW. Now here is your host, Tracy, aka Smiley. What's up, you guys? This is your girl, Miss Smiley, and welcome back to the Black Wrestling Revolution podcast. It's been a week, and it's only Wednesday, sorry. It's Thursday now, it's 12 a.m. on a Thursday. So um, before I start this episode, I just want to say rest in peace to DK Meadows, to his family, to his friends. I am very sorry for your loss. I'm not going to sit here and act like I knew him, but to know that he's a very young black athlete, black wrestler who was very talented, it hurts to lose a talent like that, lose a person like that. I know he was someone's brother, someone's son. It's a terrible loss. Terrible, terrible loss. I am also very sorry for the loss of DK Meadows. And also, before I start and I get into No Hook Episode 3, I just want to talk about AEW for a little bit. Maybe WWE too. No, AEW. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about the big, the big, (laughs) we're not going to talk about the feds. Not here. Not right now. Not, not yet. But, um... I just want to talk about AEW for a minute. Um, They're slacking. AEW is slacking. So if you guys did not know, Big Show actually got hired by Tony Khan and AEW. So now he works for AEW on a long-term deal. Now, I know you guys are trying to get all these, you know, big heavy hitters, these big WWE guys, you know, be like, ha-ha, suck it, Vince. But it shows that you're slacking in the women department. Like, literally, instead of putting your women on, you know, the actual television show that you have every week, you put them on, your know, like, your YouTube series or shit, like, some shit like that. Like, I can count on one hand how many black women you have in your company. You have Brandy. You have Nyla. You have Big Swole. You have, um, oh, God, what's that? I just forgot her name, and I love her. But you have her when she's not busy. And then Jade. That's it. You have five. Five black women. Five. What? No. I just can't believe I forgot that girl's name. And I fucking love her. She's amazing. But the fact is you have five black women on your roster. And I can count them all on one hand. Shows me that you're really not paying attention to the black women that's out here hustling, putting their blood, sweat, and tears in that ring. You're over here trying to sign people like fucking Big Show? Big Show. What the fuck is he going to do? What is he going to do? I'm sorry. What the fuck is... You're over here giving money to Sting. Sting? He's like 56. At least I think so. Anyways, the fact is, you don't have enough freaking black women on your roster, Tony Khan. You're over here giving money to people like fucking Sting, fucking Big Show, fucking Jericho. But Okay, you have to give money to Jericho because he works there. So anyways, you're not getting enough black women and that is a problem. That is a problem. Hell, even Impact may or may not have that problem. They have like what? I'm not going to sit here and act like I, I know 
Impact's roster, but as of right now, they only have two black women on their show a week, every week. That's just as bad. I mean, WWE isn't, well, yeah, no. (laughs) WWE has some real bad problems when it comes to black women not being on their roster. Hell, I can count how many black women they have on their main shows on one hand, which would be Sasha, Bianca, and Naomi. That's it. That's all they got on their main shows. Yeah, NXT has a whole bunch of black women. That's fucking fantastic. But on the main show, if I can count less than five, that's three. You have three, WWE. On your main show, you have three black women. Three. I'm not, look, I know you guys want me to count Nia, but a lot of Samoan people do not count themselves as black, and I don't know why. A lot of them do not like to be classified as black. They will live here. They will literally sit here and tell you that they're not black. They're Samoan. I look. That's just them. Okay. If they want to be counted as black, cool. But I know a lot of them do not want to be classified as black. They will sit here and they will tell you that they are Samoan and not black. So that's just from what you know I've seen. Uh, just a lot of Samoans don't want to sit here and say they're black. A lot of them just say no, no, no. I'm Samoan. I'm not black. So if she wants to be classified as black pool, I put her in there. That makes four. Okay. Four. Still horrible fucking number. Anyways. So let's get, sorry. Um, let me go back before I start. Let me put this out here. Hire more black women wrestlers. Okay. I'm done. (laughs) All right. So let's get into it. No hook episode three, baby. So we start out the show with a tribute to DK and I was tearing up on this couch. I was sitting on this couch talking to, you know, Hudfoot and <laughs> I'm over here like tearing up, like trying to listen to him, but also trying not to cry. Cause I was just like, this is so sad. This is oh so sad to lose, you know, a wrestler of the just, ugh, it's, ugh, it's terrible. It's horrible. So then, you know, we start the episode and hear someone being choked out. It was like, come, like Michael Myers. Said, shh, 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 shh. Is that not Michael Myers? I think that's Michael Myers. If I'm wrong, someone tell me. Someone please tell me if I'm wrong. That's not Michael Myers. But we hear um, someone being choked out. And Jay Rose comes downstairs, goes down the stairs. And he gets on the phone, calls up, I think it's Cam. And says that we have a situation. Apparently, Heater is knocked out downstairs. He has no idea who's done it. It's looked like it's been a fight. He didn't put up a fight because things are everywhere, but things have been all over the floor. Things are just a mess downstairs and Heater is just knocked out. Like he's been choked out, knocked out. And Jay Rose is frustrated. He's boiling at this point. Like he is about to lose it. He is just done. He's through. Um, he basically says, don't tell anyone about this and he's going to handle it. And he's just, you know, he's done with everything. He's done with the bullshit and all this other thing. He's just, he wants, he takes heater upstairs until heater, you know, finally does wake up and, you know, hopefully figure out who put him out. So then we get the, uh, battle Royale for Chase's chain. Now, if you guys are not on Twitter right now, Jody has the chain. Jody the wrestler. 
And I, I'm, I'm confused because this battle royale was something. It was quick. Um, there were pop tarts involved, and I was a little confused about that. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, I forgot her name, but that girl went and grabbed some fucking pop tarts and threw them to people. I was like, I know she ain't out here giving out no cold ass, hard ass, dry ass fucking pop tarts. Like, girl, no, ma'am. But Ken Broadway actually snuck in and got the win. So as of right now, he has the chain. And I don't know how or when or whenever that is, how Ken Broadway lost that chain and Jody the wrestler got it. I don't know how. Chase Holiday. Ch- Chase, Chase, Chase. Buddy, buddy. How? Well, as of right now, Chase Holiday is still... The Midwest champion. He is still the Midwest champion. Um, just we need an interim champion. We need someone to hold the chain until Chase can come back with the you know actual chain. So then after that battle royale, we had Creature Feature versus Sam Beal, aka Jerry Curl. I'm sorry, his hair is fabulous. Like I need to know. Look, Sam, Sam Beal, Sam Beal. If you listen to me, honey, boo 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 boo. Mm. Hun, hun bun, please send me the shampoo that you use for your hair because this hair that is underneath all these braids is going to need some actual good shampoo because the shampoo I use, it's ridiculous. Anyway, sorry, I went off about hair again. Uh, against, uh, so Sam Beal and Flash, Flash Thompson, you know, the guy who talks about himself in the third person, which I'm just like, oh dear God. Every time he starts talking, I'm like, oh, no, he's going to talk about himself in the third person again. This tag team, this tag team match, utterly amazing. These two put on a hell of a match. This was so good. I'm not going to sit here and say it was match of the night. I mean, this was one of them. One of the matches of the night. Everything was great. I'm sorry. Everything about this episode was great. Jay Rose, you are a freaking genius. You are a genius. But unfortunately, Sam Beal and Flash, uh, Flash Thompson lost. Uh, Creature Feature actually got the win. They got it by a roll-up. It was amazing. It was great. It was great. Creature Feature is definitely the one to look out for. They are definitely underrated. They're really fucking good. Especially the one that made fishnet leggings into a top. Like... I, I want to do that now. Like, if I could, you know, figure out how to make fishnet leggings into a top, I would. I would do it. I would do it. Anyways, so then we get Jody versus Yoya. But before that, we get, you know, we go back. We go back to the first episode where Jody actually loses his Party Hard Championship uh, to Billy Starks. And, you know, we get that, that voice again telling Jody that if. If Jody puts up something of value and basically, you know, gives his loyalty to this voice that he'll win every single match. And Jody has won every single one of his matches with this elbow pad. I'm going to I said last week it was not an elbow pad. It's an elbow pad. Jody called an elbow pad. It's an elbow pad. I was wrong. I, I was wrong. It's an elbow pad. So, Jody versus Yoya. Yoya is so freaking good. He is so good. But, jo- Jody, 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 buddy, buddy, gimmick infringement. 
gimmick infringement. That's gimmick infringement. First, you went all Billy Gunn. Then you went all John Cena. Honey, that's gimmick infringement. <laughs> gimmick infringement, Jody. Anyway, Jody got the win because of that elbow pad. That elbow pad got some fucking mysterious voodoo fucking shit in it. I don't know what it is, but Jody, be careful, buddy. Be careful because that shit got some hoodoo, voodoo, I don't know. It got something in it, and I don't know if it's safe, but continue doing what you're doing. So then after that, we get... um. Uh, Jay Leon versus the Dread King Logan making his um, Paradigm Pro Wrestling debut. The Dread King Logan. This match, weird. Jay Leon literally has a piece of meat in his mouth while he's wrestling Logan. I was, I that's what I was watching mostly. I was just like, is that a piece of meat? What kind of meat is it? Is it a pork chop? Is it a steak? Is it a cooked steak? Is it a rare steak? Is it a rare pork chop? What kind of meat is that? I Look, that's what I was trying to figure out during this match because he literally had it hanging. Either it was hanging or he was holding on to it. I'm like, okay, I understand that you're like an animal, a lion. You're a lion. But what, what kind of meat are you chewing on there, bud? Like, what is that? I was... I was a little confused. I was, I, I didn't look, uh, it didn't look sanitary. I was like, huh, it's, it's, hey, Jay, Leon, um, I don't know, you know, if you heard of a thing called coronavirus, but uh, I don't know if it's sanitary for you to be, you know, holding a piece of meat in your, in your mouth like that during a match, bud. Just, just saying. But actually, Logan got the upper hand and he wins. And as the ref tries to put Logan's hand up, declaring him the winner, Logan says, put my hand up. Okay, let go of me. I'm the king. Yes, yes, Logan. Yes, Logan. Dread King Logan. King, King Logan, we understand. You are the dreadheaded king. We understand. I got it. If anybody else didn't understand it, Logan is the king, okay? If you didn't know, Logan's the king. I know now. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, so then after that, uh, we get a voice message from Big Beef talking about Alex Kane. Basically, you know, saying that it'll be an easy match and Alex Kane has no chance of beating him. But boy, oh boy, was he goddamn wrong because Alex Kane put on a goddamn a fucking crazy ass match with Big Beef. Big Beef held his own. He held his own. He really thought he had it in the bag. But Alex Kane is a suplex machine for a goddamn reason. He doesn't call himself that just for shits and giggles. No. He is the goddamn suplex machine. Now, yeah, yeah, we all know Brock Lesnar. Blah, blah, blah. Alex Kane, Brock Lesnar. That's all I'm going to say, okay? Because Alex Kane came out of this match with the W. And my God, my God, if you took your eyes off of this match for even a second, you missed so much. Dear God, they went head to head. They were not good.
gonna give up for like a good second i thought alex king was gonna give up because there were times where i was just like oh dear god alex don't give in don't get that out please don't but you know he he gave his all he gave you know he gave a dog (laughs) alex king ladies and gentlemen he's utterly amazing held his own against big beef because big beef is a big dude he's a big motherfucker so i was a little afraid for alex kane but no match for him alex kane came up on top so whew. so then after that uh big beef was in the ring and out comes his tag partner and gets in his face and i was like oh shit we're getting you know some turmoil here some you know a little, you know, tag team, you know, just, 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 they're having some issues, but you know, they, they didn't hug it out. They just, you know, got in each other's faces and then, you know, they didn't hug, no, no, no. They didn't hug a little bit. It's like, it's okay. It's all cool. And they walked off. I was like, okay, it's a little weird. Should I be on the lookout for this? I might have to, you know, be watching this. So then after that, we got the main event, which was for the Party Hard Championship, Sandra Moon versus Billy Starks. Now, we all thought that Sandra Moon was all, you know, happiness and moons and spiritualism and all that shit. No, that girl turned into something tonight. She turned into something I probably would have never thought that she would turn into. She turned a little hardcore. Like, you know, when Bubbles went, you guys watch Powerpuff Girls, right? So, you know, when Bubbles went through that uh, training machine and turned it up to like six, I think, or five, I don't remember. But when she turned that shit up and went all fucking hardcore and beat all those goddamn guys and she looked all evil, that's what Sandra Moon looked like. Poor Billy Starks. Uh, Her face just said it all. Her face literally said that she was probably a little bit nervous. She didn't think that Sandra Moon would be a threat. She probably didn't think that Sandra Moon was, you know, you know, like I said, like a threat towards her. But hey, Nolan tried to warn her. Tried to warn her. Nolan literally tried to warn you last week, Billy. He tried to warn you. And yet, Billy actually lost the party hard championship on her first defense but let me tell you this match these two girls put on a fucking banger of a match billy starks is the future she is the fucking future if you don't believe that go watch all her other matches because she's fucking amazing she's fucking amazing she's utterly fucking amazing so then after that sandra actually came up to her and actually hugged her, gave her the hug that Billy Starks was looking for in the middle of the match when she thought that Billy was going to go, no, when so when Billy thought Sandra was going to go hug her and didn't hug her at all, but she got the hug that she was looking for. So I'm glad that, you know, these two girls, you know, fought hard, fought hard. They did indeed. But in the end, they both, you know, came out looking strong, probably became closer as friends. But like Nolan said, be on the lookout for her. You know, she's a little mm, iffy. So then after that, you know, at the end of the episode, we got a message. And that message was, a lot of wrestling this week. What's being hidden? Don't let them get away with it. If they've tapped with tapped, like, you know, spaced out. Yeah, they're spaced out. And once, if they tapped in once, they'll probably take another knock at it with knock also spaced out uh letter by letter and 
on the bottom, we got a whole bunch of numbers. I don't know what these numbers are. It's not a location. It's not the alphabet because the alphabet only has like 26 letters. So all these numbers, some of these numbers go up all the way to 45. No, sorry, 54. 54 is, you know, the highest number in this whole entire thing. So I would probably be, you know, up half the night trying to figure out what this message is and what J. Rose is thinking in his freaking evil genius head of his. Uh, so that was episode three of No Hook. Now, before I end this very short episode, I want to sit here and I want to talk about Shad Moss. Yeah, yeah, I know. That Shad Moss. Yes, Shad, that Shad Moss. Lil Bow Wow. So if you have not been on Twitter lately, Shad Moss has been running his mouth. Apparently, he wants to be a wrestler now. Apparently, when he's done making CDs, sorry, not CDs, um, <laughs> when he's done making albums that will not go platinum and probably will not even start charting because who the fuck wants to sit in their car and go, you know what I want to listen to? That Shad Moss put on that Bow Wow. Nobody wants to fucking listen to Bow Wow's music in 2021. Anyways. So he's been running off at the mouth because he is going after all of these wrestlers and he actually came for my friend, Chris Bay. I didn't know Chris Bay and I have been friends for the past four years now, almost four years. It'll be four years in September or October, some like that. Yeah, some like that. Yeah, in in one of those, in one of those. But me and him have been friends for a very long time. And when I saw Shad Moss actually tweeted at Chris, I got angry because Shad Moss said, and I quote, "Uh, another broke-ass wrestler wanting attention. You can't even get booked for a dark match. And in my head, I was like, okay, Shad, here's the thing. If you want to be a wrestler... That's cool. That's great. But what you're not finna be out here doing is disrespecting these black indie wrestlers who probably have more money in their pockets than you have had since you were a fucking small ass child. No, sorry. Since you had, since Mona, stop, uh, Mona Scott stopped giving you fucking checks. Their fucking checks are probably bigger than your growing up hip hop checks. Yeah, let's not forget about that. You are a reality star, sir. You're not even a rapper anymore. Who the fuck been listening to Bow Wow? I stopped listening to you when I turned at least 15. When you dropped the little off your name and started making, you know, trying to make adult hits and all that shit. Boy, bye. You ain't been shit since let me hold you. Aren't you the same dude that literally was on a chartered plane? And then try to make it seem like you were on a private plane, but you actually stole it from the internet. Weren't you the same dude that was walking in front of a crowd with your hoodie on and you were acting like they were after you, but no one even knew that you were even there? Shad, if you want to be a wrestler, you need to learn your spot on your place. You need to stop talking shit about all these goddamn fucking indie black wrestlers because all you know is WWE. You probably never heard of AEW. You probably never heard of Impact Wrestling. Hell, you probably never even heard of uh, GCW. 
So get the fuck up out of here. I cannot take you serious. I didn't take you serious when you made that tweet saying that you wanted to be a wrestler because it's been your childhood dream. It's been a point. You are 46. You 46. At least I think so. Is he 46? No, he's 36. I'm sorry. Not 46. You 36. You are damn near a 40-year-old man, Shad. You are damn near a 40-year-old man. Nah. And I hope and pray. Look, I'm sorry. Oh, you're not even 36. You're 33. You, you 33 fucking years old. I swear to God, if you go to somebody's wrestling school, I hope and pray that they show you that. No, I hope that you get played. I really do. I hope that they laugh at your ass. I hope they laugh in your face. I hope you give up after your first bump. Because I will not be taking you serious as a fucking wrestler. You need to just go back into the fucking studio, make bullshit, you know, hits that probably will not even chart, and just retire. Retire, Bow Wow. No one's been listening to your music anyways. So, I'm sorry. I had to go off because <sighs> I I would love more black wrestlers out on the Andes. I would love that. But I cannot take Shad Moss seriously. Just say you want to do something like Gronk did. Just say you want to, you know, be a WrestleMania, be a host, and then just fade off into obscurity. Because that's all you're going to be. Bow Wow, we will not be taking you seriously as a wrestler. Period. Okay? Just go be a little WWE fanboy and just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up forever because... I, I cannot take you serious. I I just can't. There's not a bone in my body that will be taking you serious if you ever become a wrestler. I will play you. Not play you. I will be talking shit about you. I will talk about how sloppy your wrestling is. I will start talking about how sloppy your music is. And by the way, your reality TV shows, trash. All of them trash. Growing up hip-hop, trash. Love and hip-hop, trash. Well, I'm not going to sit here and say love and hip-hop is trash because I watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. And that shit, oh my god. Anyways. So, Bow Wow, Shad Moss, whatever you want to be fucking called these days, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Stop tweeting. Stop tweeting. You're 33. Put your fucking phone down. Don't you have a daughter you got to go take care of? Boy, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Ugh. So, with that, I'm going to get up out of here. This is a short episode. Uh, really, there's. There was really nothing me else to talk about except for, you know, No Hook Episode 3. Because I, I don't want to talk about AEW and I don't want to talk about WWE, even though I've already done that. But other than that, I don't care. They're Both their products are trash. Sorry. They are. So, why do I have to sit here and review them? Because if you want to go listen to that, you can go listen to fucking JD from New York, old fucking trash, whack ass. Okay. <laughs> we are here talking about black wrestling, black indie wrestling, for that matter. Okay? Alright, so I'm up out of here. I'm going to get some sleep because it's like 1 a.m. And I got to edit this thing. So I will be seeing y'all next week for No Hook Episode 4. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Black Wrestling Revolution Podcast. And Booker T got a shot. 
The distraction worked. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information and updates, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Black Wrestle Rev. Until next time, take care.